You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Everyone, and welcome to Haunted City. No silly intro this week because you just tuned in to our season finale. And there's no silliness <laughs> or goofing around involved because we have to communicate the gravitas, the solemnity of this ritual that we undertake every week for you, the Glass Cannon Nation. With me is Josephine McAdam, Abu no. Salim. What? <laughs> what do you mean no? Okay, go on. You know, do you want I, me to do it? Do you want me to do it? Okay. I it didn't think like I missed. A, you're I missing it. I yeah, I mean, do we need to? Wow, baby don't want to play. <laughs> what are you doing? That's not how I sound. Yeah, so you guys we, are telling me you actually missed the silly intros. As much as we as much as we <laughs> rode your ass hard and roasted you mercilessly for the silly intros that you that you gave for the past several weeks. When you started solemn with full broadcaster energy, damn it, I missed it. You missed it. <laughs> Abu, yeah. how do you feel about it? Does, do we need is, is the silly intro better? I really couldn't give a fuck. One couldn't give a fuck, and two, please bring it back. I yeah, think that adds up to starting over with a silly intro. I actually do think you should. I think here you should. Here we go. So let's, let's, just, let's just start for the old time's sake. Yeah, please, here we go. <laughs> Franks, beans and Franks for sale. Hot, wet beans and Franks. Duskfall's wettest beans and franks for Yo. sale right here. Oh, Damn. Okay. We okay. asked for it. We got yeah, it. That was, that was, it could have been better. The I'm beans amazed. are long. Wait, no. The franks are long and the beans are big. The beans are long. <laughs> Just, I got confused. Hold on. What, what length are we talking about with these beans? Yeah. They're string beans, apparently. String beans and frankfurters. <laughs> All wow. right. Uh, I, I Swell. Hope, Two I bits for that. You guys feel better now that I yeah. did something stupid? I do. Yeah, I thank you, yeah. Jared. Ready, You're man. right. I knew the second I was giving solemn energy that it was the wrong move. Um, <laughs> and just to make up for it, I'll do something stupid uh, again uh, in the middle of the show or at the end. Um, oh, good. So, uh, it, it is true though. This is our season finale. Um, how does everybody feel? Oh, I'll be honest. I actually feel quite sad. Yeah. I feel like my heart's about to burst. Well, okay. Maybe that's, but, uh, I feel, I feel like nervous. I think we're also yeah, in a yeah. very high stakes, like moment. This is a you were ready to just basically be like, let's just sneak back home, which yes. uh, would have been incredibly, I mean, the stakes would have, what a great way to end a movie. Um, but <laughs> I was so I mean, ready. That would have made, that would have, what an interesting end for, uh, you know, our season to just kind of go, 
You know what? <laughs> Irondale's done. Severos is done. We got to retire somewhere else and just walk out. Just yeah. walk away. Like it would have made it more like an indie drama than a um, right. steampunk action movie. Yeah, You're right. The rare, the rare uh, mumblecore RPG. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but yeah, I, I too am feeling a little tender about about this being our our finale. We've what a long, strange trip it's been. Yeah. Well, feel free to let those emotions flow. If you have to cry, there's no judgment here. Paula Deming cries in every fourth episode of the Pathfinder game we play. So, uh, you guys, you know, uh, or if you get angry, you know, feel free to just start screaming at me, excoriating me, telling me that, you know, my brother wouldn't have GM'd the game that way. Why can't I be more like my brother? You know, Hmm. anything you want to see. The usual, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's usually what you guys do off screen, but I'm saying, on screen you can do bring it, it on okay tonight yeah yeah um all but right s- and uh yeah go ahead but seriously i i'm i realize we're we're talking about silliness but seriously what a what a what a what a yarn this has been from the yes from the mean streets of duskfall to the to the blasted uh plains of of severos from the yeah. halls of montezuma to the shores of tripoli it's been quite a ride you know what i like to say what a long, strange trip it's been. If you remember Haunted City, you weren't there, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, do you guys like to listen to The Grateful Dead? <laughs> you know, What's The Grateful Dead. What is The Grateful Dead? Tell me. Oh, oh come on. You've heard of them, Abu. You've d- undoubtedly se- at least seen their logo, which is a... Okay. No, I haven't. I have no idea who the Grateful Dead. What are the Grateful Dead? Wow. Maybe this I, is I've only a- heard of them. That's that's. I'll give you that. But like, I never would the Grateful to- Dead not make it to the UK? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Uh, how to describe the Grateful Dead? Um, like the ultimate hippie jam band that had legions of fans that literally followed them around the country from tour stop to tour stop. Living in RVs and, uh, you know, smoking copious amounts of marijuana cigarettes. Yeah. These wow. guys were high on reefers and they were yes. watching. Tobacco. Yes. Jazz cigarettes. And they were watching these guys play two hour long guitar solos. Like the Grateful Dead are a band that started in the 60s. It's just kind of like a, they're sort of like a country rock yeah, band. Yeah. And like, but they've been around for, for, for decades after and they are just kind of like a bubble in which hippies can can go and, and vibe out but the name the grateful dead sounds so cool and menacing and their logo yeah. is kind of a gnarly skull it's a very cool logo so as a kid when i saw that i was like whoa this band must be so intense and like raw <laughs> i assumed they were a metal band and then when right. you actually hear them and it's like sugar magnolia doodly dee do it's like <laughs> oh okay really yeah, yeah. Have you heard of fish? I've eaten fish. No, Abu, you're making, you're joking us, right? <laughs> no, wait, I don't fish. know fish either. What you don't fish? know fish? P H I S H? Man, you guys definitely weren't in a small, no, crunchy man. college town like I was, because I, I know, I know, I know of 
the Grateful Dead and fish and leftover salmon and the string cheese incident. And what the Wait, fuck what? are you talking are you about, man? I know this <laughs> sounds like incident. this sounds like so much gibberish, but these are jam bands. This sounds Josephine like conspiracy did. theories. <laughs> Josephine's never heard of this because she's so young. She's like, is that like Ariana Grande? <laughs> Abu and I are. Th- you know what? <laughs> a lot of people don't know this josephine mcadam is 17 years old <laughs> everything we've done in this channel has been highly inappropriate uh-huh. yes when we stop when we get done playing haunted city i help her with her geography homework <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i still well, can't believe that there's something called the the smoking salmon or the, the string cheese leftover like, salmon <laughs> let me okay yeah. do you know of the dave matthews band Bruh. heard the name like no i i, I genuinely I'm, I'm, I'm trying to this is unbelievable <laughs> this is like the mandela effect how could you not remember the dave matthews band no man i have no idea who the dave matthews band are like okay never heard of them well god bless i'm Ross, are we just showing our age? Are this we just like I think over so. here like, yeah, telling me you've never heard of Glenn Miller and his orchestra? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know Tommy Dorsey and his sweet trombone tone? Um, yeah. I, I guess jam bands just totally pass you by. Yeah. They were, they were a big thing, at least when I was in high school and college. I, that, I was, I never got on the, I never got on the jam band train, but it is the kind of thing where you just like, you know, Puff a puff a little something and listen to some people play extended noodly guitar solos for a long, long time. I would roll a doobie and uh, and just suck on that blunt so hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way you've described it. I'm just I, roll. Me and my roll. friends would always be like, "Hey, you want to suck a blunt?" <laughs> hey, who got really high for this finale? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, Sorry. I think on that note, uh, in my in my hallucinatory state, it's time for me to say, a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Irondale is a colonial enclave surrounded by blasted deathlands inhabited by nomadic horse tribes. Outside the city is a wasteland of the ravening undead. Inside the city is a sweltering pressure cooker of conspiracy and oppression. Life is precious in a wilderness cloaked in shadow. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Irondale are the blades, 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 blades in the dark, 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 dark season finale. Okay, oh, I'm gonna so. miss it. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> Brief recap. Our crew of shadows, the remnant, have come all the way from Duskfall and Akaros to Irondale and Severos. They were looking to retire after some very climactic and devastating events in Duskfall uh, with former lovers and former allies. They got here. They started to make inroads into the underworld here in Irondale. They eventually got involved with certain parties that wanted them to release a prisoner from the military barracks here. 
upon releasing this prisoner, who is a noble, they realize that this noble, Perkwin, is actually one of the demon-bonded <laughs> nobles that they have met in their various other operations. Uh, before they left Duskfall, they exposed Lord Strangford, the leader of the Leviathan Hunters, as someone who had demonic corruption. Okay? Now, the Leviathan Hunters have gone into open civil war with the Imperial military and the Emperor of the Empire, and they have come to Irondale to invade it, and they are being led by these demonic <laughs> nobles. Our crew actually to save their own lives, helped one of the demonic nobles uh, and and his other his fellow demons take out the imperial military here in Irondale by removing protective wards that were pr- protecting the military. And then they headed out into the outback of Severos, and they united all of the the warring horse tribes. How did they do this? Well, our friend Valkos has perfected his attunement for absorbing spirits and demons and managed to... How, how do we want to say this? Um, managed to consume yeah. a demon called Banathar, a sky demon called Banathar, and contain the demon within him. And uh, this was such a feat of strength and mystical might that the horse tribes have united together with him. The various war bands, the death crows, the white leopards, the hawk songs, the wind foxes, the bear tongues. They have all united uh, with our, our, our friend Valkos and they have called him the Sky King. So they are an asset you have. You have an army of nomadic horse lords at your disposal. <laughs> Amazing. Jesus. Incredible. Yeah. Well, you stated your goal before. You stated your goal was to not only take down the Imperial military, but also to take down these Leviathan hunters who are led by, you know, demonic presences. Yeah. So that's the part you haven't completed yet. And it's probably the most important component because although the Imperial military is oppressive, demonic rulers over Severos would be downright malevolent. It would be uh, hell on earth. And so you must somehow find a way of neutralizing the two other demons that you know to be among the Leviathan Hunter forces. You know that there's one called uh, Degathos. Oh, yeah. Which you dealt with before. Uh, And you know there is one uh, that inhabits the body of Park Wynn, the noble that you released from the Imperial Military Headquarters. Let's be very clear about what your goal is. Do you want to just take out those demons? Do you want to somehow stop the entire invasion? Do Leviathan you hunters set- out, done, dead, all of them. You want to take out an entire invasion of Leviathan hunters? Yeah. So I think that we should <laughs> essentially sandwich the Imperials, right? We come in from this way. The Leviathan Hunters come in from that way. The Imperials are in the middle. And we meet them in the middle. And essentially, I mean, we could destroy the Imperial Hunters. Like, the Imperials, they're fighting. You know, they're destroying one another. But we could just pick off. I think the Imperials are destroyed. Right? The Imperial forces were largely decimated by a demonic attack after um, after their sort of area where they were fighting from had its protective mm. wards removed 
by you guys. Yeah, so the Imperials have been largely <laughs> neutralized. Yeah. So okay. now it's... <clears throat> I think focusing on Leviathan Hunters, right? Oh, let's not forget, you sent Kira as sort of a double agent to yes. talk to the oh, yeah. demons. To kind and, of... Uh, yeah, you offered something. Do you remember what that was? Because I don't. Yeah, um, to try and goad them out, right? Because we want them in human form. So oh, what... yes, the formula. Right. The, yes, formula, the formula that the widow, Julia Belrose, has completed. <laughs> That's would... what we offered? Yes, I yes. Think uh, as knowledge that, hunters... we, knowledge that we have it, anyway. <laughs> yeah, as, as Leviathan hunters who would want to continue the Leviathan blood economy, this would destroy their economy, and so you could you could give it to them and uh, possibly... I mean, I, I don't know if it makes sense, but it, it's it, it's another asset you have. Okay. It's another thing you've set yeah. up. Kira has gone to talk to them and tell them about this, and is acting. She is acting as a double agent. I think that we should go ahead into the score, but I think the uh, defining the goal is very important. Right. And to just say we're going to take out the entire invasion—that's an extremely broad goal. So. Before we even come up with a plan in the detail, I want to know, like, basically what you want to do. And, well, um, yes, go ahead. Could we get a breakdown, then, of the battlefield so that we know, like, we can pick a focus? Like, what are there, how many ships are they? Are they all ashore? Are they, you know, versus... Think, yeah, if it's... What's the spread? Or if it's just to banish demons from Severus to get them out of here. Well, um, the, the the battlefield, uh, as you understand it, is that there are uh, imperial military has been taken out, and uh, you know, likely the Leviathan hunters have made landfall and have begun to populate the city and take it over. How many ships okay. are there? There's. Uh, let me put it this way: too many to for it to matter to you in a way that is <laughs> you could handle. Right, like you okay. can't, you can't go. Ah, oh, only two <laughs> ships. Let's take care of those. Like it's not like that. Yeah. It's like you know what? Here's how many ships there are. I'll tell you. You get info from. Uh, you get it. There are um, twenty three ships. Cool. It's, oh it seems like God. destroying the Leviathan Hunters as a as a faction is is seems to be above our pay grade. It's more like maybe you can destroy them socially. Yeah, or pushing them at least out of this them, yeah. out of this region. Um, make but this also with the, with the you know with the energy. I think that's a way of destroying well, yeah, them as yeah. well. But um, yeah, I think yeah. this should be a social score. Um, wow. Uh, are you what? being serious? Yes. Okay. Why? Well, one of their demons has gone missing. We have the information as to where that demon is. Uh, we have sent someone in to infiltrate them and lure them out. So surely it is a social meeting to exchange information. I mean, wars aren't always settled on the battlefield. They can sometimes be settled in the boardroom. And I think that this is a social meeting because our connection is the lady that we sent off, right? That's our connection to them. And technically the demon uh, that I have within me. And I think like the beautiful asset that we have, which is an army, is also part and parcel of the connection that we have. You know, it's, it's a tool. It's, it's, we, are, we are politicians. Tool. We're negotiating, exactly. Yeah. 
Interesting. So you would like to have a basically a summit with them and negotiate terms for their surrender? Absolutely. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, any other any other pitches? Because it sounds like we've, we've moved into plan and detail, and you see that our friend Valkos has an idea of the plan and detail he would suggest. Okay. And really... how very different for Valkos to now be pushing a social score. Hey, I'm, a, I'm the Sky King. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, the Sky King, it's gone to his head. Sky <laughs> King! Yeah. Have we truly never done a transport score? Yeah, uh, that was the no. first school we did. Oh, oh. that's right. We yeah. summoned a fucking okay. demon. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure we've covered them all. At yes. Some yes. Point. Yeah. So, Josephine, you were going to say if we haven't done transport, can we make this transport <laughs> just to just to tick it off? Uh, yeah. Part of me is like, part. I think part of me is like, I didn't summon an army to to sit in conference. Um, <laughs> let's we summon an army to attack. Um, but, um, uh, but I, 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 it could be deception. We could was the sending. I, I, I hear Jared being like, "Why you sent this woman in with the with the formula information? I don't know why." I think the 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 idea is if we can draw them out, that's a vulnerable position from which it will be easier to attack them. But uh, I, th- I think. Yeah, maybe maybe it's but. maybe it's deception. Maybe we do set it up as if we want a summit, <laughs> as if we are wanting to negotiate. Oh, We're yeah. drawing them out, and then we full on attack. Mm-hmm. Then the army charges in, right? Yeah, I like but that. the setup is that we're here for peaceful negotiate or like negotiations or some parlay or something. So we're drawing them not to a summit, but to an ambush. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. What do you and- think? Uh, mm-hmm. I I think it's I think it's interesting. Does everybody agree to that? Yes. And do we think it's definitely deception <laughs> and not uh, an assault with like a move before it? I'm really asking. I'm not trying to goad you into anything at all. I'm I just trying to make assault, sure. A, an assault means that we're going in there. <clears throat> I mean, like an ambush. Technically, is is a is a form of deception, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think, think like it, rather than necessarily an actual assault, which is, you know, attacking them, knowing full well that they are going to be attacked. I don't think I think they don't yeah. expect it. You know, I lore, think we should lore, mm, trick, or ideas, manipulate. Yes. Yeah, lore, trick or manipulate. Yeah. Deception says lore, trick or manipulate. I think that that you're definitely luring and tricking, right? So We're luring with very powerful bait, which is like we have information that could destroy their entire. Um, uh, economic system. <laughs> so that's the that's the lure. Is the the formula developed by Julia Bell Rose? I'll just throw out something else for you. You did, you did help them defeat the imperial military. Absolutely, right. Mm-hmm. So we've yes. we've shown them to be we've we've been allies of theirs in the past. Yeah, right. So setting up a meeting with them doesn't seem insane. It's kind of like what are our next orders, maybe or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, where um, okay. do we set up the meeting? Right? Is that going to be like the point of? I feel like it's called the method of deception oh. is the detail. Oh, but, okay. I mean, that could be you know that could be um, you know just saying lying doesn't isn't really quite what we're looking for here. We're looking for. I mean, I think that the place you set them up is going to be important to the part where you pull back the curtain and attack them. Right. It should so, be 
the method of deception could be where you set the meeting. I think if they see an entire army coming, they're not going to want to meet with you. It should be like, I mean, walls to hide behind, right? Like for things to be. What were you going to say, Mister Bryant? Oh, I think the same thing that sounds like the Josephine saying of like picking an area where the this this army, such as it is, can be concealed until the moment that it is revealed. This is like that scene in a in a in a fantasy movie where it's like the 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 the, the villains approach and then look around and suddenly what they thought was just one person and suddenly the ridges around them were covered with yeah yeah with yeah, uh, yeah. soldiers. Um, is what yeah. we're sort of trying to set up, but so we'll see how kinda, successful yeah. we are. What locale what, within the city might might my my pitch is not don't do it in the city. Draw them out outside. to the out to the out to the mm-hmm. bush. And um, is there a is there a, like valley, a valley we could yes. draw them into? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, a valley. Um, interesting. Um, <laughs> is that what you'd like to try? A valley? Certainly. Well, it's mostly plains, but certainly right. you can. Let's just see. <laughs> we described this as a very flat land, but I know yeah. and we're like, well, give us a valley. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's a canyon. There's right. like okay. a cleft in the plains uh, that you can kind of climb down into. Perfect. Yeah. Let's let's put the let's put the war bands up on the up on the high ground and draw um, them into the into the canyon. Before we do that, um, Kira comes back to you and says, "I have spoken." To the great and powerful Thogomoth. And assuming that this is Wait, the worm like, creature yeah, that was okay, inside so Park Wynn. Degathos and Dogomoth. Thogomoth. And my demon is Banathar. Banathar. <laughs> These are great names. Uh, and what Thogomoth does, uh, is terrible to behold. And there, uh, even though this is out of character, there are tears streaming from Kira's eyes. Oh dear. Her mind has been affected by her meeting. Oh dear. Um. Dogomath says those who wish to serve him as slaves must attend to him. He refuses to meet you in the location of your choice and demands that you immediately come and bow before him in the city center. Is Degathos doesn't have an attachment now, right? That's right. Degathos is unbonded. You killed Eric. Yeah. Mm. Yes. uh, Yes. What? What if she goes back and? tells him we have the perfect vessel for him but he is changed to this locale uh, the perfect vessel for Degathos but the uh, vessel is uh, chained some way to this locale this canyon <laughs> why how why would uh, uh, a human body be chained to this canyon trapped in this canyon is his leg stuck like in 127 hours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> leg is stuck. A demon could free it, but a human could not. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, 
He's you know uh, perhaps a, a, a dangerous prisoner. He's caged. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to go in the... Do we have to go in the city for this? I mean, that's definitely what they would they would like. Um, right. we're, doing, we're doing deception, and the method of deception is what we're looking for. You guys came up with a good one, and I just threw a monkey wrench at you. And the reason <laughs> I did is I'm just trying to make this as... As yeah, you know, yeah. I'm following the enemy's methodologies and their intelligence, and right. they they probably wouldn't leave the city that they've just taken by force. I think a city could work. Yeah, there's enough high right. They just got to be like buildings <laughs> and things that are our people can hide and within. Yeah, and we're around. like the you know the Severosi are all about like almost like guerrilla warfare. Mm-hmm. You know, they use the environments them. to their advantage. Yeah, so I think actually. It could be okay. really useful. Great. We can get um, them on the rooftops. Hmm. Or out to, yeah, or, or a raid outside the, the barriers, ready to ready to ride in and like the literal cavalry. Um, yeah, send send a few, like a, a smaller elite group in to be hidden within the buildings and the others to ride in at a given signal or something. Yeah, perhaps when the, uh, like the city center has those, like the very limited lightning barriers around it. Maybe, mm. maybe we could try to. Maybe the the signal is disabling those. <laughs> oh my god! Or some or something. So you're gonna hide your warriors in in the buildings. Is, and am I hearing this correctly? I think some of them. Yeah. If we, if it's feasible that we can get them, get at least a portion of them in. You're gonna hide your warriors in the city, and then you know have this meeting, and at a certain. At a certain signal, the warriors are going to stream in an attack. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I think that um, I think that we've got I think we've got everything we need. So, are we ready for the engagement roll? Yes. Yeah. Okay. One die is automatic. I'm going to give you another die because you um, have a demon that uh, is <laughs> that you have consumed, Valkos. <laughs> I'm going to give you another die because you um, you have. Uh, already served them and they somewhat think that you're under their sway possibly right and i'm going to give you all even a fourth die and the reason i'm going to give you a fourth die is because you uh have that formula that you've kind of like you know tried to bargain with them that they might be interested in that so you guys used a lot of interesting things to kind of get your hooks in them however we know that there's one demon so i'm taking away a die we know mm-hmm. that there's two demons. I'm taking away a die. <laughs> and then I'm taking away a die for the third demon you didn't know about. Let's roll. What? To see how your engagement goes. Oh, four to three, boy. desperate. Four to five, risky. Six, <laughs> controlled. Here we go. I rolled a six. Amazing. Oh, my God. I rolled a six on one die. Oh, man. So let me set the, the Sky scene. King smiles on our efforts. <laughs> <laughs> let oh, me set the scene. We are in the city center. There is an area of the city center that is like the municipal building, built, of course, by the Akarosi invaders uh, a while back. And it has big, broad marble steps leading up to, you know, a big domed and colonnaded, uh, you know, uh, official government building. On these steps right now sits Curls Coils, the awful Thogomoth. 
the worm. At his feet lies Degathos, the fiery dog of hell. Arrayed around them are, oh, let's see. Let's call it 30 Leviathan hunter sailor soldiers armed with, uh, you know, guns, rifles, handguns, things like that. And you are being led in for this meeting by those those sailors. It's controlled, and here's why. You have managed to already sneak in all of your warriors, and they are hiding in all of the buildings surrounding this area. The only thing is that um, they, they are outside the lightning barrier. And when the lightning barrier goes down, they're going to stream in. That's what you described earlier, right? So, and the controls for the lightning barriers are also being... This is controlled. So, there's also um, someone ready for you to give the signal to bring down the lightning barrier, and then they'll all run in. Does that work? Yeah. Okay. And so, uh, you approach the awesome bulk of the Jabba the (laughs) Hutt-like Fogamath. Who is a worm with a human face covered in crystalline mineral deposits? Oh. Ah, <laughs> my slaves, come bow. Jared, is yes. there? You said there's a third what thing we don't know about, right? Yes, yes. With my ghost mind, can I? tell where they are um uh yes you can with your ghost mind you see that inside of the building is a further dark presence it's supernatural emanations are making it so that you have a splitting headache Juliette Belrose and when you sense it you almost fall to one knee Maybe you go ahead and let yourself since Thogomath is demanding you bow. Sure. Yeah. What is I'll everyone's what is everyone's loadout? Going heavy, of course. Heavy. All right. Um uh, remove their weapons. Oh my god. <laughs> the soldiers move in to remove uh, the weapons from your heavy loadout. <sighs> Banuthar, my sister. Why do you not bow? Valkos so continues to stand. Um, Wait, uh, yeah, Valkos, someone, do you continue speak. to stand? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna like look and say, you know, slaves bow, champions stand. Champions. Champions of what cause, sister? Champions. To your cause. Yes. Tell us about this. Come and tell us what else you can do for us. I look to uh, to the okay. team. I, th- 
the, hey, having, uh, so yeah, I guess so he, demons. If he looks to us I, and and he's given us leave not to bow, which is cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, we've all already been useful to your great purpose, and we shall be useful again. I think you know that there is a. There is trouble brewing for you. Your your ships that hunt your kin out there in the in the oceans for their blood to power the the industries of of Akaros. It all might fall down for the knowledge that 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 is that is bubbling up now. There is an alternative. And who knows of this alternative? Too many people. You see, rumors spread quicker when there is turmoil. You left one space to conquer another. The space you left is now weak. People talk. That's the problem with humans. Good at talking. But if we act now, if we attack now, we may still have a chance of maintaining control back at home. Thogomoth begins to crack. Pieces begin to fall off of him. Mm-hmm. And then hatching from within him, falling out of the shell that Thogomath once was, is the nude body of Park Wynn. <laughs> who lands in front of you and is immediately covered with a robe by one of the sailors. Cool. And Parkwin says, You misunderstand me. I don't want to know who has heard about this formula. I want to know who understands it. Who would be able to implement it. How many people have that knowledge? Tell me, is there an amulet on this guy anywhere? There is. Where? Um, You can just see that he, instead of um, having it hang around his neck, has it very tightly round around his wrist like a watch. All right. Um, I walk forward and I say they are closer than you think. They rest. Miss Rose. It's in here, isn't it? I would not be so foolish as to hold it in one place alone. I think you would be. And I'll say something else. What makes you think that we are even interested? Perhaps the rules have changed. Well... Perhaps we no longer care if there is electroplasm to power the lightning barriers. Can I see... Can I see what the uh, Leviathan hunters do to that when when he says that? 
Are they getting anxious or are they resolute? So you would cast um, down the barriers to make a paradise for yourselves, leaving leaving humanity to wander in the in the lands of the dead. Um, I want to. I I will answer that question, or he will. But mm-hmm. first, I really thought it was interesting what our friend Valkos just asked. And exactly, but I'm Val- trying to piggyback on that to see if they are like know yeah, what Valka, they're signing up for. Oh yes, okay, I understand now. Um, Valkos, would you please give me an action roll to see if you can gauge the reaction of these uh, sailors and soldiers? I'm going to use a tune. And the reason why I'm going to use a tune is because rather than necessarily, I think Valkos now is because he is with this, you know, he is now the Sky King. Uh, <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> I think he. There, it's a sense of spirit and a sense of essence rather than necessarily body language. I think that will reveal to me the truth of them of of what the feeling is around here. Very good, and this is going to be controlled for standard effect you will find out uh from uh you know very really the spiritual energy here what the reaction is and then we will move to alden who's made a move of his own Mm -hmm. so go ahead and give me that action roll four a four success with a consequence so the success is that you realize that the soldiers, although they are trying to remain completely, you know, at attention and not show their emotion, suddenly their eyes start darting back and forth from one to the other a little bit. So you can see that they weren't quite aware of all of this, um, but definitely fearful of their demonic masters, right? Okay. Now, the consequence is... Uh-oh. That our demon friends can notice it as well. So I'm making a clock. And the clock is uh, four parts, and I'm shading in one part. And the clock is going to be Thogomath ends the audience. <laughs> okay. Uh, meaning <laughs> Thogomath decides this isn't worth it. Yeah. And uh, we move into a new phase on his cue. Cool. Um, okay, now so, Alden Sykes. Oh, go ahead, Juliet. Oh no, no, no. Uh, Alden finished what he was Alden, saying. Alden, it sounded like you were trying to further sway the uh, opinion here. Is that sway, right? Sw- exactly, sway the opinion of the of the humans here. Um, oh, I see. Okay. If, if the if the demonic forces are being forthright about, um, it's like that. This formula is is. They don't care about it because they don't care about a world in which barriers are up. They're making a paradise for themselves, which is a hell for humans. Um, and so I just wanted to underline that so that uh, so that all these uh, human Leviathan sailors know exactly the side that they're on. Uh, yes, excellent. So uh, what I will say is that um, you uh, must give me some sort of action roll to see if you can start to make it very clear to the soldiers what is well, that, happening. That sounds, I mean, sway is what I do, and that sounds like what I'm doing. Okay, very good. And uh, let's make it um, risky for... 
let's make it risky for limited effect unless you push it or something. Because there's a lot of soldiers. They are loyal Leviathan hunters. Mm-hmm. And they are fearful of the demon. So um, I'm going to make it for limited effect unless you do something. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and... Yeah, why not? I'm going to go ahead and push uh, to, to, to raise the effect. Okay. <clears throat> you, you will get standard effect. Meaning that... Yeah. Uh, you will um, you will get some of the soldiers here to get very restless all of a sudden. Yeah, and then I'm going to assist because I can do that two times per score. I can assist without paying stress. And essentially, knowing that this might be a tactic that we might do, because it says, how do you prepare for it? I'm going to use that same attunement that I had with the spirit and just let out a little wave of disquiet in a way, um, to assist. Um, normally I'd say, where did you get that superpower? But we know that you have an enormous demon inside of you. So, uh, by the way, just to be clear, it seems that Thogomoth has assumed that yeah. the demon is in control for some reason. That's so right. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so um, more of your controlled position right there uh, for your engagement. Okay, so... Here we go. Take that stress, my friend Valkos. Add a die, my friend Alden, and make your roll. Oh, by the way, if you fail, I'm clicking up the clock again. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course. Um, let's see. Oh, that's a big pool. That was a huge pool. The highest die I got was a four. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Success. But it's still with- a success. Yeah. It is a success. It's a success with a consequence. So instead of filling two pieces of the clock, I'm only filling one. Right. Um, and I can tell you that a lot of the soldiers start to seem restless and are even whispering to each other. Okay. And that is when Thogomoth says, Enough! Well, no, he answers your question first. He says, mm-hmm. Yes, it will no longer be necessary to separate the living and the dead. Humanity will once again curl up cozily within the womb of its new masters. Would it not serve you better to have humans within a pen for you to feed from? Or where will you get your energy for yourselves? Right now, these towers of electroplasm, these leviathan hunters, they fuel them with demon blood. Is that not right? Would it not be to your advantage to have this method change? They would no longer hunt you. Your numbers, your power would grow. And they would remain kept within this cage for you to be able to pluck them out of as you need. Miss Belrose, we do not... He's changed back to his human voice (laughs) we do not we do not wish to eat the humans although sometimes I I must admit I have I have developed a taste for it no um, thinking back to the prison cell and the lieutenant who's just devoured before us Uh, yes I have developed a taste for it no uh, we desire the humans for another reason a reason my sister Banathar fully understands. Yes, Banathar? 
Yes. Miss Bell Rose, I wonder... I wonder if with your intellect, your ingenious methods of developing new technologies, you wouldn't be an asset to us. So I am authorized to offer you the greatest gift imaginable. You will be the host of Dagathos. And the fiery dog-like Degathos begins to pad its way down the steps towards Juliette Belrose. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Um. Um. Can... Cool. Uh. I. Mi- yes. I feel like now is probably about this the time. This holy and divine union. Yeah, I bow down so mm. that I can curl into myself for a moment as he approaches. As I, may I uh, take out a case and set it down? Um, Is it a, like, a case full of money? <laughs> no. Um, that would be hilarious if you were like, how does eight how does, coins sound? <laughs> how about 100 American dollars? <laughs> um, no. Uh, uh, just to keep... Oh, now you'll have full access to the contents of Ms. Bell Rose's mind when this union is consummated. But it's a show of goodwill that we are worthy servants. Here is the formula. As I push this case towards them. Step back. What's in the case? I mean, I can pay a flashback, I guess, if you want it. Uh, well, let's see. I guess I, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess I have to have it, right? Because yeah. as, as Juliet mentions, it, the formula was all in her head. Yeah. So, um, uh, what is the flashback? The flashback is me getting this case mm-hmm. and, uh, f- folding up, um, something and, and putting it inside it. Uh huh. <laughs> and what I'm putting inside it is a section of the Demon Ward banner that we took off of the building. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. That's a really smart flashback, and it would have been it would have been very easy for you to do. Zero stress. Oh, nice. Okay. Um. And Can he do that? All flashbacks cause stress. Not this one. They Man, don't. They don't. It's in the book, folks. <laughs> oh, it's it really? It says you can do zero? Yeah. Oh, great. Zero. Okay. So. Um, um, yeah. I, I'm still going to. I will. I will like go down to my knees and sort of curl it and I say. It would be my honor to take Degathos. Yes. Uh, thank you for uh, your uh, paperwork, Mr. Sykes, but uh, we will no longer need it as we will possess the body and brain of Juliette Belrose. Mm. Degathos, merge with her. <laughs> and look yes. upon this, you soldiers! All of you will one day be given this gift and this power! 
A new world is being forged! <laughs> and now Dagathos is leaping towards Julia Belrose. As he approaches, I want to pop the demon scourge. The demon scourge, uh, meaning the, the thing that can kind of grab him and put him into a bottle. Yes, Now, yes. They, they searched you for weapons. Yeah, Why didn't they find this? Surely we stopped them when I said that we are champions. Yeah, I thought, bow. yeah, sorry. I should have asked then. I thought that when, when uh, our demon friend, Banathar, Well, started- saying I thought something isn't very exciting, so give me that action <laughs> roll that happened a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. That happened a- Yeah, wait, like he totally convinced them to stop in their tracks, right? Did he? Let's find out. Yeah. Because I don't think just saying, I thought this happened, is as exciting as rolling some dice. So, yeah, I think that we need to have Valkos stop them. Uh, we can say it. I'll allow a retcon if we prove it with dice. Valkos, okay. did you stop them? What action did you use? Um, I would say I'm going to use command because it makes sense. I can't yeah. tune anymore. It makes sense. So, command, risky for standard effect. If you succeeded, you stop them from pulling all of your weapons off of you. If you lose, uh, Juliet does not have this demon scourge right now. It's being held by a soldier nearby. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah, I would have assisted because I would have never given up my gear, too. Like, however I could. You assist, take stress. Also, this is a flashback because I'm making you retcon something. You take at least one stress for that, Valkos, and now you may roll. I'm going to push myself, so I'll take three stress. Thank you very much. Take it! Take it! Okay. <laughs> so you got two extra die? Two extra die. Okay. Go yep. for it. Okay. Here we go. A four. four. So I stopped them in the with a consequence. You guys uh, now have a light loadout. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. fucking evil. Ooh. Evil, but I'll take Not it. Not heavy, light. They've taken away a lot of your stuff, but Valko stopped them before they got mm. everything. But, okay. the, but the demon scourge is, is on the your person. The demon scourge is there, and so Degathos leaps at Juliet Belrose. Juliet Belrose pulls out her demon scourge, and we'll find out what happens when we come back from this break. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. We're back. Degathos, the fiery hound, leaps as Juliette Bell rose. Its mouth opens. The tendrils spring forth like coils of flame. The various eyeballs inside of its mouth all focused hungrily on her corporeal form, which will house its unending evil. Juliette Bell rose, you have pulled your demon scourge weapon Let's describe it just uh, one more time for anybody who's watching. It is like a claw with like a a, a demon bottle attached that can house a demon, right? Yeah, a plasmically charged chain connected to this bottle to entangle the demon and draw it in. Oh, excellent. So what action are you using to contain this demon? I'm going to use Tinker. I'll allow it. Now, here's what I want to know. What tier is the Demon Scourge bottle? Or the Demon Scourge weapon? It's not just a bottle. Um, Tier four? Okay, the demon is tier five. Did we so, make... Wait. Surely we, we made, made a tier it, four. Because we've detached on, it from this host. It 
Yeah, no problem. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, was... yeah. It's tier four, right? I believe it's tier four. Did he go up in tier? Yeah, because he was tier four. Last time we checked, he was him. not a tier oh. five, bro. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, wow. You know, <laughs> what I say is supposed to just go. I don't like all this questioning. <laughs> hmm. This this crew is constantly like, uh, before that, bookkeeping. Um, okay. <laughs> Just show me where the demon scourge thing uh, is. Uh, oh, ghost scourge. It was, yeah, it was the four. ghost scourge that we, you know. Okay, and then you... But I you, did a roll. It, it, you know, the roll is what determines the quality of the item we make, and so I don't remember. But I, it's probably just... We no, we said that it, for it. you to alter alter it, you needed to get a certain role, and you and you got that yeah, role. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I'm sorry. Like uh, I, I believe that it's a demon. It's powerful. It's scary. Okay. And but I'm going to say yes. You did say that we were able to weaken them when they are detached from their hosts, and Dagathos is detached from his host. I did say that. Mm-hmm. 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 It's true. That's right. Risky for standard effect. <laughs> Here's okay. the deal. Here's the deal. If you succeed, you will have captured Degathos in this weapon. Yeah. If you fail, you are going to take harm because Degathos is going to partially enter your corporeal form, like begin to merge with you. Yeah. And uh, that's going to cause harm if you're struggling against it. So it's, so it's only risky, not desperate? It's risky for standard effect. Let's make it desperate for standard effect. Okay. Let's say for harm to come. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, after describing that the item, after looking at the description with the... You have to entangle it to draw it in. I actually think I'll use skirmish. Because uh, I need to sense. tangle it into this chain. That makes sense. Um, and uh, I'm going to assist. Okay, great. Um, and it looks like it looks like now the ambush is going off, right? Is, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. All right. So here we go. Uh, let's uh, let's see that skirmish roll. You take the stress, Valkos. You're maybe you're grabbing one end of the chain and helping. And let's have well, that. It yes. is my second time that I'm doing my foresight, so I can't <laughs> do foresight anymore to get stress from okay. assisting. So yeah. Oh, very good. No problem. <clears throat> I Here like it makes it like Valkos can see the future now a little bit, the foresight right? thing. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, here we go. Yeah. Six, baby. Six. Six. Degathos jumps at you. You and Valkos throw out the chain. It wraps around Degathos. The uh, spirit bottle attached is steaming. Smoke is curling up from it, but the eyes of Park Wind go wide. Why was this item allowed into the sanctum? Can I use this as an advantage to uh, do, an, do an action? Uh, I would also y- like to do something. Okay, great. <laughs> Let's just talk to Alden first because he hasn't done anything in a yeah. minute. Great. Alden, what would you like to do? I am. You say we now have a light loadout. Um, so I want to. I want to mark off. A, a pistol on my on my loadout, so that's one of three now off. But I want this. This is a non-lethal pistol, and I think it's more like a slingshot, and it, just kind of like in my, on my wrist. 
and it, I would like to draw it back and send up into the air. Like uh, step step warriors used to use like whistling arrows. So they'd carve like a knock in the in the in the tip of an arrow, and they'd be like screaming arrows. They like make this sound, and this goes up like screams through the sky above us. Um, and then the the air all around the demons is filled with like like the the uh, the sounds of of uh, of war cries and and spears battering the ground as the as the white leopard, the hawk song, the death crow um, emerge from their hiding places and the ambush is sprung. Yes, the lightning barriers suddenly go down and the warriors begin hooting and screaming as they uh, converge upon where you're at. Val- uh, no, no action roll necessary for that, Alden Sykes. And now, Valkos, what are you going to do? Uh, remember that... Uh- fine heavy weapon that uh severosi battle axe that i carry with me sure well you managed to get the soldiers not to take that from you <laughs> it was well, too scary it's, looking i think it's, it's too <laughs> terrifying right? you did command them into not bothering you so i would argue would they unhand if they think that he is the demon in control would they have taken any of valkos's stuff well, you love to litigate. You know that, Josephine? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just Wait, can we logically. go back? Can we go back? Maybe all of that didn't happen to my advantage. Okay, fine. Whatever, you know, you have light loadouts. You have light well, loadouts, but guess what? I'm allowing Valkos to have the a giant battle axe, so thanks. I guess I'm a pretty <laughs> okay. great guy in terms of GMing. <laughs> so I'm all right. Take two off there, and I'm going to use my battle axe to essentially go to take off... Um, man's arm which holds the uh, the amulet okay great um, now uh, as you run toward him this guy is tier 5 he's tier 5 in human form or in demon form sure so you have two tiers that you have to clear to do this mm-hmm. even with a tier 4 demon in me <laughs> um okay that'll be one you have limited effect I will okay. assist okay right. Alden's gonna assist I'm gonna then push myself with Battleborn and expend my special armor to push myself in a fight. Okay, great. Can we both assist? What do you yeah, do? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for his arm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to assist as well. Valkos so, just helped me tangle this, and now I'm going to help him. The second the trap is sprung, it sounds like Alden and Juliet jump forward to hold Park Wind by his arms mm, yeah. as Valkos comes in to chop off his wrist. So, that is risky at what effect now? That is uh, risky for, uh, well, let's see here. What what happens if you fail? That's what's important to know. I don't think mm. you would take damage, but I think that you would have to find a different approach. Mm-hmm. So, let's say risky for a uh, standard effect. Standard effect. Okay. So, you wouldn't be able to try just chopping off his arm again if this fails. Okay. And I get two bonus die. Shall we dance? Let's dance, Go. baby. I got triple sixes, baby. <gasps> oh, six, 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 six rules. Yes. The mark of the beast. Uh, they told us not to play role-playing games, that we would become possessed by demons. And they were right. Okay, so your colleagues, your, your crewmates, your ride-or-die friends... 
suddenly jump forward, hold Park Wynn, a.k.a. Thogamoth, by the arms, and your blade comes down on his wrist and lops it off and rolls along with the amulet kind of tied to it. And we know that the amulets help them control their demons. So you now see his body going through different uh, twists and uh, bulbous growths are kind of moving out of him as he screams as perhaps the demon takes control or fights for control. So he is at the moment neutralized. We haven't heard from Julia Bell Rose in a minute. What would you like to do? Um, well, let's kill him. Let's, uh, from holding him, now his wrist, his hand has been chopped off. Let's, um, okay. What tier is he? He's five. Tier five. Okay. Let's. Oh, but now, you know what? Right now, he's not. Right now, he's tier four. Right now, he's tier four. Right now, he is tier four. Um, I will, I, I, well, perhaps this will... I don't know if this is an assist. Maybe this is a setup. If I could open that that uh, case aforementioned and unfurl the warding banner, would that drop the tear somewhat? Um, absolutely. So um, suddenly, Alden Sykes unfurls the banner, and uh, both Park Win and the thing inside of him recoil in horror from it for a moment. For a moment. And that will take him down to tier three, so you can get standard effect against him. As he was yelling, going, ah, I want to shove a grenade directly into his mouth. <gasps> okay, uh, he doesn't have a giant mouth right now, so that's pretty, you're going to have to knock some teeth out, but I'll allow you to try it. Go ahead and give me a risky. No, you know what? Hmm. Let's call this. Yeah, let's call this risky. So, uh, for standard effect, which means you'll do a lot of damage because you're using a grenade. But if you fail, everyone is going to be in the blast radius of the grenade and take a level one damage from it. Okay, that's risky? Okay. Yeah, that's risky. For standard effect, I'm using skirmish. Okay, that makes sense. Here we go. A three, a three, a a one, and a four. (laughs) Success with a consequence. You shove the grenade at him. It doesn't quite get into his mouth. You jump back. It goes off. And uh, the consequence is going to be that soldiers rush forward and grab you. Juliet Bellrose. Okay. They are, or they are attempting to. They, you suddenly have these soldiers have jumped into action now. Okay. Okay. You um, can resist that, by the way. You can resist that. Would you like to resist it? Oh sure, let's resist it. Let me dodge out of their way. Yeah. Okay. Um, what should I use to resist? Uh, uh, that sounds like prowess. Prowess. Oh yes. <laughs> You take no stress, and you resist it. You slide out of their grasp sinuously and easily, and they lose you in the chaos. Okay. Now, let's ask Valkos what he would like to do. Um, Oh, uh, so um, just to give you the scene, 
uh, Parkwin a- alias Thogamoth, his uh, face has been blown off, and uh, the worm is like trying to crawl up out of the hole that has been left in his shoulders and upper torso. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to destroy the demon. Okay, how are you going to do this? With my axe. I think, again... My, I hit it with my axe. <laughs> with my axe. Um, I think also my axe is, uh, you know, I've got the uh, good old ghost fighter ability too. So that should also help the um, supernatural sort of... I get potency against supernatural. That should also help against this this beast. Yeah, it's tier four right now because of its wound. Like, it was shocked by this. So uh, you can have standard effect against it. I am going to do that okay. okay um let's see how it goes right risky for standard effect yes and if you fail you'll need to figure out a different approach let's do this you won't be able to just head on yep, six, there's a baby. six amazing you uh, run forward back, guys, back. you put your axe into the uh emerging worm like entity and you channel you know your own demonic force you know your own you know your ghost fighter ability allows you to kind of cover yourself in sort of a self generated uh, aura of electroplasm and you um, sort of shock and set the thing aflame and now the half a torso crumbles to the ground and the worm like thing inside of it is screaming in your minds and writhing but it's on fire. Blue fire is consuming it. Around you, the horse lords, the war bands of the Severosi are stabbing, arrowing, <laughs> slicing, cutting the, the sailors and soldiers who are fighting back against them. What would I you w- like to do, Alden Sykes? Can I just say real quick, like, to both of them, I want to shout, Juliet, like, shouts up, there's another inside. Pointing to where I'd felt, you know, the demonic presence. Right. Um, cool. Uh. What am I going to do? Now things are, uh, the, the, the battle rages all around. Uh. There's another inside. Um, cool. And I may, I'm, I may go to confront this 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 mystery demon. Wow, quite a move for Alden Sykes. Are you going to go run inside? I have. A, I still have that harm. Death wish. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Yeah. I think that you are going to run in. I think that that does happen. So, Alden, you run inside through the big, you know, oaken double doors, and you are in an enormous atrium with a big domed ceiling. Um, this is a, a building built by the Akarosi authorities meant to, uh, you know, invoke awe in the Severosi natives if they ever step inside. Mm-hmm. This is uh, uh, Akarosi architecture, beautiful. And uh, in this enormous room with smooth marble floors stands a man. He is wearing the coat and the epaulettes of a Leviathan Hunter captain. He is 
very handsome. Beautiful man. <laughs> Long, flowing, golden hair. I love uh, this detail. A slight grin on his face. Mm. He is standing erect at perfect attention. His posture is immaculate. <laughs> we can't kill him now. Yeah. And he stares at you with eyes of pure, inky, black, smirking. And the second you see him, you almost fall over. Ooh. Okay. There is an invisible field of evil emanating from him. And in fact, you feel like you can't breathe, like you're hyperventilating, like you're suffocating. He hasn't even said a word. What do you do? Uh, I will attempt to um, get on top of this spiritual effect by attuning. That sounds like a good idea. Here's the deal. If you succeed, you will no longer have to worry about this sort of aura of fear emanating from him. If you fail, if you fail you will take a level two harm called panic. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to use my Rook's Gambit ability to roll my sway as my attune. Very good. And that means I think you say something to shake off the fear. Mm-hmm. And I want to kick something else off my loadout. Um, arcane Implements. There's no way they would have taken this off of me. As uh, I reach into the... My, my posture... Alden Sox's posture is not erect. Um, it is not militaristic. It is loche and asymmetrical. And <laughs> as he catches his breath, he withdraws a rabbit mask that he uh. fished off of the, the ground by an old blasted petrified tree and puts it on, and perhaps all he says is, Snip, snip! <laughs> as, um, <laughs> yes. as he attempts to spiritually cut through the field that is attempting to choke him. Um, here we go. Um, yes. And he rolls a six. Yes. Um, uh, the, um, the face of the man who could only be Lord Strangford suddenly... It remains impassive, but one eyebrow goes up a little bit. And you can feel that this field of fear has to... You are cutting through it. Let us go back outside. Julia Bell Rose, Valkos. You did not have to make Lord Strangford this hot. <laughs> this very anime villain. Yes, very conflicted feelings here. Right. I'm imagining him as a Chris Pine. But oh, evil. Well, that wasn't what I imagined at all, actually. What were you going for? I said, You said, like, long blonde hair. I was thinking more vampiric, almost, you know, like, beautiful Anne Rice vampire look. Okay. Very well. Tom Cruise with long blonde hair <laughs> in 1996. Hmm. Lestat. <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> I'm just essentially helping the um, the uh, the Severosi. I'm fighting alongside them, so then we can get more men in the other you room. Demon, exactly in you. Yes, exactly. Right, exactly. You gotta g- oh, so, are you getting them into the room? 
I'm, well, I'm going to help. I'm going to aid them in this battle. I am the leader. So Yeah, yeah. Okay. So listen, whatever you do here action-wise uh, tells us how the battle is going to go, right? Okay. Like you're taking an action, but it's affecting the tide of the battle in general. Yeah. So if you yeah. are succeeding... Ooh. If you're failing, the Severosi are losing. If you succeed, the Severosi seem to be winning. What is the action you're taking? Skirmish, baby. Skirmishing. Back to Valkos' old tried and true. That's it, man. Skirmish. And I'm going to push myself for an extra die. Um, and can I increase the effect by by using the not to be trifled with? Uh, I don't see why not. Great. Okay, so let's call this uh, let's call this risky, but mm. it uh, you, it would have been for standard effect, but it will be for great effect. Okay. Oh, oh, God. oh my God! Amazing. So, uh, please describe how Valko skirmishes when he is using the demon, the sky demon inside oh, of him. Oh man! I think there is this element of almost like I don't know if the, if people will remember the game prototype. But there is this almost like tentacle-esque nature that sort of Valkos hasn't moved from the spot where he's in. He's literally just p- plucking people and like <laughs> taking them with one hand and then slicing their head, taking the other and just gulping them out. And he's like crying in in Severosi as he's doing this, just pulling them slowly, bit by bit, and just literally it's almost draculian in a in a way. <laughs> and he's just surrounded by these bodies of Leviathan hunters as he's as he's just plucking them like fucking like worms, like a bird with worms, just pulling them and taking, you know, all these fresh kills as he's doing it. Sky King The Severosi are all screaming Sky King as you do this. And uh, the battle has definitely turned against the soldiers. Juliet Bell Rose, what are you doing? This is Juliet, just slack John watching. <laughs> no, um, Whoa. No, I think I see that. Yeah, Juliet sees that and sees it's under control. And I think I worry for Alden. And I run into the building. You are instantly hit. You are instantly hit with this this sort of aura of fear as well, but I don't want you to handle it just yet. I want to see what Alden says when the voice of this man reaches him. You don't even see the lips move. You just hear, you cannot win. If you defeat my forces here, more will come off the boats. Hundreds. But more important than that, I am eternal, and I will never stop fighting. Leave this place. I know that you want peace. I can feel it inside of you. Go to Aruvia or Scovlin. Buy yourself a few years before I arrive there and take that land as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Alden has heard pitches like this many times in his life. Um, just turn, uh, do this job for us. Do this job for us. And little bits of his soul go each time. And, um, and, and he responds in the tenor that he has responded all these other times as he moves towards uh, this 
I can't emphasize this enough, ravishingly beautiful man. And uh, <laughs> so as, he, as he moves towards him, he's like, I'm not a fool. I saw the Empire come in waves to take this land, to build their railroads into the interior. I know that this this battle will even if they win today they can only lose in the long run you are eternal and so they can never throw off the yoke that you will place upon them I did not approach you is an enemy you know me you know the sort of person I am these people that you've allowed to be the vessels of your kind are unworthy let me be your right hand and I will stab this so called sky king in the back for you that you'll never even have to lift a finger As I as I approach, um, I am the elements incarnate. I hold the key to the cosmos. I move my finger, and the waters move. Why do I need you? Because there is some things that even you don't know. For example, it seems as though you can't hear a lie. When someone tells it. And at that moment, as I've come close, I will fucking try to cut his head off. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. in the, in the slides, or, uh, low, low, or, in this, in this type of character's loadout, in the slides loadout, there's a cane sword, because, like, the, yes, the sort of, like, concept of this is, like, you know, a Victorian dandy who moves around, but, but, Alden is like the colonial version. So, whereas like I feel like in back in in Duskfall you'd have a cane sword. I think Alden what he has is a like one of those fans, like a fan for the heat in Severos, but it has it's like one of those war fans with a bladed edge. Great. So, so like a cane sword, it's it's something that looks harmless but it conceals a weapon. And I will just like boom, try to slash him. Great. He is tier five. Yeah. This is desperate. Mm-hmm. If you fail, he will do a level three harm to you. Oh my that gosh. sounds about right. So I will use a. I will use my rook's gambit to get the best possible roll. Um, yeah. Can I yeah. assist walking in at the end of this, perhaps, or at if, the culmination? You, yeah. Let's get to Alden's roll in a moment. Were you able to overcome your fear? Let's find well, out. Um. Do we still have... I mean, we had those demon wards that were enveloping us, right? Yeah. Well, were were they enveloping you? I don't remember you mentioning being enveloped by it. I think this in the past three episodes, we've had them on. You did not walk in wearing it as a cloak, or they would have stopped you immediately. You can flashback. You carried them in the case. Yeah. Would you like to flashback? I'll flashback to how I'm wearing them in an underlayer. Ah, there we go. 
So flashback to Juliet wrapping them and then uh, tying her coat over it. No problem. Okay, great. And and so when I come in, is is do I see like Alden like just about to strike? That's right. But are are we? Do we think it's sufficient just that you wrapped those around you? Let's let's finish this flashback. Okay. So first of all, one stress. Okay. uh, To do that. And then, let's see, um, the wards, I think, give you give you more effect, but I still want to roll. Okay? Okay. So, um, let's go ahead and say, because the wards really stop demons from going into places. They don't necessarily deal with the fear that demons have. I think you okay. particularly feel protected, but you're still afraid. So... This is uh, this is going to be risky for great effect. Okay? okay, if you fail, you're not going to be able to bring yourself to get close. Okay? okay, but if you succeed, you can run right up there and help Alden any way you want. Okay, um, I'm going to use survey because it lets you survey a situation, understand what's going on, sense trouble before it happens. Great. And since I have this ghost mind too, it's like I kind of saw what I was walking into to sort of prepare myself to nag- navigate it. Great. You said risky for standard. For great, because you great. have these uh, you have these uh, wards wrapped around you. Mm, come okay. on, come on! You, know, my God! Critical! The critical! <laughs> critical! Oh my God! The dice today. You guys are rolling so many crits. Okay, so uh, not only can you get close, you can aid Alden, and you or you can take your own attack action, whatever you'd like to do. Why do I feel like Lord Strangford is suddenly going to be poked with some standstill poison? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that could work. What a great idea, Jared. What a great idea. Would you like to aid Alden, or would you like to attack? Um, you should attack, man. Attack. This is not you'd like because you would have assisted if it was successful. Now you've got an opportunity to use your own action and attack. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll follow up with an attack. But okay, Alden, if you Alden need to, go because first, Alden yeah. goes first. Alden, yeah. are you ready with your? What were you going to use? Uh, I'm. I'm using. I mean, this is a. Let's call this finesse, since I'm. I'm making a subtle and ambush sort of strike. Okay. Um, but I'm using I'm, using, Gambit, I'm right? using Rook's Gambit to roll my sway as my finesse, uh-huh. a- and I'd love to be able to to get his get the effect um, higher, a higher than standard. Are you on a push? Um, damn, uh, I can't. Well, if I'm if I push, I fill my stress. Well, um, I, I, will is, I will. No, no, no. Wait, you could take that. I, devil's could, t- I could take that devil's bargain. Though. Oh, um, okay. I'm, okay. I'll hear it. I'll hear one. Devil's Bargain, you have to uh, maneuver yourself so that Julia doesn't have a clear shot. <laughs> In which case, oh I should my. assist you as well. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just do it. Okay. Okay. Wait, you're doing the Devil's Bargain? No. No, I, I'm, I'm doing... This will have standard effect, you say? This will have... Uh, you were trying to get more effect, right? Right. So you'll, it'll have great effect. If I take oh, the devil's wow. bargain, but it'll t- yeah. it'll be. Did you mitigate? And we mitigated the tears, uh, uh, the extra tears he has, right? Maybe we should start from the beginning with this entire roll, right? Okay. He, okay. He, yeah, let's do it. He's tier five, okay. right? So we have to figure that out, all right? Because you're tier three. 
You're going to use your Rook's Gambit, so you're rolling Sway rolling in, in, in place of Finesse. Okay. But I still need to drop the tier. Yes. Okay. Um, but okay. May I? Could I argue that perhaps the arcane implement of Gritchen's spirit mask helps this? Yeah. Um, I will uh, allow that to take him down to tier four. You currently have less effect. Okay. Okay. Can I just, can I assist with standstill poison then? Uh, you can assist. Tier four? You can ins- you can assist. Yes, you may. And I'll, I'll take it off if that helps with his the tier on his roll. Sure. Okay. okay. Um, so you assist, but that doesn't help with the tier. Assisting gives an extra die. No, that's what I was saying. Like I will take off using standstill poison if it'll help with his tier because it's a tier four item. Uh, no, it doesn't. I'm not going to allow it to work that way. It, okay. d- it doesn't. It doesn't okay, mitigate okay. tier to so just assist, use an assist, item. So the assistance won't get me to clear the tier. So if that's no. the case, then I have to take the devil's bargain. Um, and the devil's bargain is that you kind of have to. You kind of push Juliet out of the way uh, right. after she assists. After Which, she assists. Okay, then that's what I'll do. I will. Okay. I will. Uh, but take the take extra that. die from assist at least. And that I'll gets you to standard. And let's uh, just say again, it is desperate uh, for standard effect. And the desperate is you will take a level three harm if you fail. Okay. And I got the bonus dice from the assistance. The bladed fan whips out. And I rolled a six. There it is. (laughs) Big old dice pool. Thank goodness. That was a lot of dice. (laughs) Where do you, where do you cut him? What happens? I want to, to cut him right across the throat. Um, Roger, the, the, the stiff, high navel collar um, just is, is, is my cutting board, and I go <laughs> right along it. Um, I want it to be that, we've, we've been talking anime, that thing where like the blade goes across, and, it's, and it looks like nothing's happened for a second, yes. and then, like, <laughs> geyser of blood shoots out. Oh, oh, a geyser of blood does shoot out, and you hear him just barely intone, Zergoth. And then a geyser of blood shoots out, and it becomes more than a geyser. It becomes a torrent. It becomes oh. a waterfall. And suddenly, black fluid is filling the atrium as an enormous, swelling ocean of black fluid pours out of this man from the hole in his neck and every other orifice. It feels like he is deflating as all of this black fluid pours out of him, and soon it is up to your ankles, Juliet Bellrose. Up to your ankles, Alden Sykes, as the demon takes form as an enormous pool of black liquid. Alden, we must go. Can I tackle Alden to like pull him out of this space? Um, that's what you're going to do. You're going to try to pull Alden away. Well, I think out of being consumed in this liquid, yeah. Okay, great. Give me an action to escape the room. Are you going right. back out to where Valkos is winning the battle? Yes, yes. I think we need more help with very well demon. All right. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so you're running uh, out, uh, but of course it's difficult to run in water that is now knee knee deep, uh, and it's not water. It's like viscous and and half solid and 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 gunky and oozy. I also want to grab Alden. I'm trying to get him out. I'm worried. What action are you using? Skirmish. Okay, Alden, do you want to leave? Um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm terrified by what I'm by what I'm seeing. I think Alden is also maybe looking for in the deflating form of of uh, Strangford. Do I see his bonding amulet? Uh, you don't see it immediately. You would need an action to maybe find it. Uh, okay. Um, in that case, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm trying to, I guess that's survey to see if I can find this, this Juliet. jewel in an ocean. Juliet, he doesn't want to come. He's searching Strangford's body, which is like slowly sinking beneath the, the, the black fluid. So, Juliet, are you going to try to force Alden, or are you going to just use your action roll to get out yourself? Is the fluid rising, or is it just like... It is rising. It's rising. (sighs) Yeah, I'm going to try and take Alden. Okay. You're going to try to take him. Yeah, yeah, he's got a death wish, and I don't want another dead crewmate on my hands. Let's do this as a PvP. Both of you roll, and uh, the winner (laughs) gets their way. All right. Um, yours is, uh, Alden, yours is risky for standard effect. If you succeed, right. you'll find the amulet. But if you fail, you will be kind of trapped in the gunk that is, like, rising. And you will not be rescuable without um, some more effort. Juliet, if you win, Alden doesn't find the amulet. And you um, you manage to drag him out of there before he finds it. Okay, here we go. Make your rolls. Ah, okay. I rolled a five and succeeded. I got a six. So. Sorry. Alden, this might be bad, but before you can fully get the body up out of the out of the murk and and dig through its pockets, Juliet has grabbed you and forced you across the floor out the door. We don't have time. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, she she does it. That her the powerful uh, brawn the, uh, that is packed in the unassuming body of, of the widow <laughs> uh, pulls me out. And I'm like, no, I nearly had it. I nearly had it. It would have consumed you. We don't know what would have happened. We can't lose you, Alden. Okay. Um, you're out on the steps where. You can see now, Valkos, that some of the sailors, they're, um, they're surrendering to your forces. Okay. You just see me... Mercy or no? Yeah, you see the, the Severosi. You see me with the Severosi. I'm like, no mercy. Let their, let their spirits go. Run free. Um, in fact, you can feel, because of your demonic presence, that the ghost field is filled with spirits waiting to hatch right now souls that are sort of hanging in the ghost field it takes several hours for a ghost to fully form from a dead body uh but uh right now the air is pregnant with death okay um and so the severosi are um obeying your commands and murdering even the surrendering leviathan hunters it's my vicious trait man it's my vicious trauma i know Alden is horrified. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so you and, are, not only have you been torn away from your plan to deal with this ultimate demon, Alden, but you go out and you see the other one of your colleagues is commanding a, you know, a, the murder of surrendering soldiers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's when the doors to the building 
burst open and a giant tidal wave of black fluid blasts out into the square. The force of it is like a tsunami. If you wish to remain upright, I'm going to need to know how you do that. I'm going to call upon my demon. I'm going to try and transform. (laughs) You're going to try to transform into a demon? (laughs) What action are you using? Attune. Okay, great. We'll have that roll in a second, but I'm going to go ahead and set the stakes for it. I think it is risky for standard effect. If you succeed, you will turn into the flying demon and you will float above the square. If you fail, the demon will temporarily take control. You will still transform, but the demon will take control. In fact, having said that, it is desperate for standard effect. (laughs) Okay. Um, Now, Juliette Belrose, what are you doing not to be knocked over by this tsunami of evil? Ooh, what a great title for the episode. Yeah, Tsunami of Evil. Love it. Um, I'm still clutching Alden. Sure. I'm going to take out the grappling hook and pull us up on top of the building. Great. What action will that be? Tinker? Tinker, okay. So, Tinker, uh, that to me means that it will be, um, I think we're going to go desperate as well. Desperate for, desperate for standard effects. Meaning if you succeed, you will actually be on top of the building out of the reach of this, this fluid, this, this awful demonic liquid. If you fail, you will be pulled under and um, getting out will be difficult and you may start to take harm. Alden, is there anything you'd like to do other than just be Batmaned out of there by Juliette Belrose? Stress is, is pouring out, but uh, um, I've only got two more to spare. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I can assist. Are you sure? Okay. But I... Uh, Hmm. I have three dice. Otherwise, I think. Well, those yeah. are famous last words. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I'll, allow my, I'll allow myself to be towed up. Sure. We risk it. Okay. Yeah. Three dice. It's not bad. All right. Let us do first Valkos's roll. Okay. Oh no, Valkos! We cannot hear you. Hello. Yeah. There you are. You're yes. back. Okay. Uh, four. <laughs> Oh, let's start. Let's start. Valkos, let us see your roll and okay. your high. Oh, it's a four. So success with a consequence. Okay. So the you, suddenly you begin to transform. How do you think that the demon manifests out of your body? Keep so in I mind, be- when other people do it, it's been pretty gross. Yeah, I think because <laughs> I've been using the tendrils out of my hands, I look at my hands and suddenly they become sort of tendrily, almost like a... Cthulhu-esque sort of uh, mind flayer like and I'm like what the and I'm suddenly just out of my mouth a tendril like blows out you know from my nose as well my eyes start becoming bloodshot and black like tears sort of begin forming my back flays open as the wings of this sort of demon comes out and it's excruciating but beautiful at the same time and suddenly I just sort of 
whirlwind up and turn into this almost like butterfly. It's like my body was like this cocoon. Ooh, this. It was it was like a manta ray before, but merged with Valkos, it's more like a butterfly. Beautiful. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> what is the consequence? The consequence is, in this form, I don't think you can aid your friends. Okay. Um, or even the other Severosi. In this form, you can only do things for you, meaning like okay. attack, you know, escape, like, uh, things like that. Okay, so Valkos is floating above this torrent of evil that has filled the square and is almost filling the city center now. It's like going down streets and Julia Belrose, let's have your role. This is, we said, desperate or standard effect. You will get out of the reach of the demon whose name let's now say is Zergoth. 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 I got a four. Success with a consequence. You uh, shoot your grapple up to the roof of the building. You zip up there with Alden Sykes. You gain purchase up there and um, you um, what is the consequence? The consequence is you are so high now that helping anybody or jumping down is sort of dangerous. Uh, and now the people in the water, uh, in the in the body of Zergoth, rather, are being ripped apart, both the Severosi and the soldiers. Um, can I resist the consequence? You can. I, I want Alden to be able to, you know, pop back down as needed. Okay, yeah, you Be find maybe... So, you know, if we're, if we're so far up that it's like, you know, we're you unable to help, then... Yeah, maybe you find a way, you find a foothold, you find, like, you could hop there and then hop there if you resist mm-hmm. this consequence. Okay. Yes, uh, what should I use? Should I use insight for that one? Or? Insight sounds good. Let's see. Four, Four. Okay, so, so take you take two, two stress. stress. Yes, okay. Okay. So there is a way back down that is not uh, too dangerous. So um, let's ask Alden. Alden, now that you're up here, what would you like to do? Okay. Um, so seeing the liquid body of Zergoth uh, flowing into the square here, this seems like... And and, uh, and also seeing this uh, butterfly... <laughs> burst out of the chrysalis of Valkos and now levitate, kind of maybe level with us. Um, I think I would like to buy a flashback, and this one I think is going to be chonky, so this may take oh. me out, but I'm going for it. Give me a chonky flashback. So tell me if this sounds too like too much. In addition to getting this war band together, we've got like all these, like the spearmen, the horse lords, the, uh, the the war bands, but this is not. They're not all just like violence. There are also uh, uh, shaman, holy women, like like the uh, the uh, the ghost that Valkos has been communing with. Yeah, and I would like to have worked with them to. We're not only engaging in physical warfare; we're engaging with demons. We must also practice spiritual warfare, and. I would like there to be a detachment of of um, of the representatives of the Severosi uh, 
representatives of the of the Severosi spiritual community, um, like <laughs> uh, shamans who are can use their um, traditions to um, tame and confine and do spiritual combat with the the demon the demonic uh, forces that we're dealing with, and I would like to sort of activate them. And I think it become it's a song. Um, so over this din of screaming and horror, suddenly the uh, the the song in Severos Severosi dialect begins ringing out, resonating and vibrating in our ears, and hopefully causing uh, distressed ripples to form in the watery body of of Zergoth. Um, uh, fill up your stress meter. Mm-hmm. As you begin to intone this song, you hear the other shaman below intoning it with you. And it's not just a song. It takes from you. It takes mm. a great amount of strength, especially to harness, you know, this power against a demon as powerful as Zergoth. And so you now see Zergoth's um, fluid pull back from the streets now it is kind of confined into like a big kind of a kind of a cyclone in the center of the square here and as this happens Alden Sykes you run out of energy and you yeah. collapse onto the roof um, but uh, it does look like Zergoth is sort of contained right now there's just one other problem Valkos Banathor is screaming in pain and is being contained by mm. this ritual <laughs> song. Right. Oh! Fuck. And is being drawn down into this sort of sphere uh, of warding that the song is creating. Uh, Banathor is being drawn down into the cyclone of ooze that uh, composes the body of Zergoth. And so, you must tell me what you're going to do to handle that. I'm going to flashback. Okay, great. <laughs> and I think I'm going to flashback to um, to uh, a moment where I think Valkos is going to summon, or not even summon, he's going to ask Alden to come and visit him in the tent. Um, and he's going to see Alden and he's going to say, essentially, um, we're about to go into war. You're about to lead lead a war yes well you know um, Alden as I'm sure you do wars are very unpredictable the tides of battle can turn the drop of a hat listen If everything doesn't go as to plan, I want you to activate the shamans. And I will throw myself into the heart of the enemy, knowing full well that the song leads me to where I must go. Are you understanding what I'm asking? Yes. 
You must direct the shaman's voices to the heart of the enemy. Only then will I know what to do. I know I will lose myself when I um, take on this bestial form. But the song will guide me. It will guide me true. And you know the consequence. Here. We must draw them out into the open. Mm. And then when the song begins, you will be drawn together. Does the Sky King know that he may not come back? It is prophesied. A great act. For a great sacrifice. And I think as we kind of cut to uh, the present, as this sort of cyclone is happening and I'm hearing the chanting, yes, I am being drawn into it, but instead of sort of struggling, I'm almost dive-bombing like an eagle oh, yeah. into, you, the, into the sort of cyclone as a whole. You dive right into it, and then your demonic form becomes part of it as you clash with the essence <laughs> of... Zergoth and Lord Strangford and you are in this sort of this sort of sphere of energy and elemental <clears throat> force and you are fighting for your soul, Valkos. <sighs> and so now you must give me an action to overcome this struggle. Your enemy is a tier 5 demon. <sighs> If you fail, you will take a level four harm, and Valkos will be gone forever. Okay. <laughs> I cannot assist because I am, I, as as the singing I'm, comes on and, and Alden joins it, like as Jared described, you can see him almost like drain and become pale, and his eyes roll back into his head as the perhaps. melody dies in his throat. Perhaps Juliet catches him, right, in her arms up on that rooftop and looks to what's happening and lends her own voice to the chanting and hoping that it'll also just sort of get through to Valkos in a different way when he hears Juliet's voice intertwined. I would love to assist if I can just to keep him true to what our goal is here and give him Va- strength. Valkos's love calling out to him. Yeah, I think that that will allow, I'll allow an assist. Okay, so I'm going to attune. Yes, it sounds I'm, like that's you know, the right. This is fighting for my soul. And if it's... So because I'm a demon, would that knock it down one tier as well? Yes. Okay, so it's tier four now, so it's one tier yeah. above me. I am going to use the Ghost Fighter to give me potency in these reg- in this regard. Would that knock it down another tier? Um, uh, yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's standard, I guess. Um, would it be desperate for standard effect? That's correct. Okay. Now, if you succeed, you will have contained Zergoth, not okay. destroyed him. Can I take a devil's bargain? You can. 
If you agree that no matter what happens, the demon inside you is gone, detached from you, and expended in this effort, then you can have an extra die. Not greater effect. Yeah, you can have great effect instead. Okay. okay. When you say expended, that demon, like, like, will it be like, free? Like, will it be alive, or will it be like destroyed in this process? Destroyed in the process, and Valkyrie will no longer be the host of a powerful demon. Okay. All right, let's let's do this, guys. Shit! 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 Six! Oh my god! The Sky King. The Sky King! Right. Uh, you hear the voice of Juliet singing to you. And instead of all the voices and all the roiling chaos around you, it all focuses to a pinpoint. And you kind of see the heart of Zergoth. And not as the demon, but as yourself, Valkos. You reach in. And you pluck it out. And all of you watch as the roiling, bubbling form of Zergoth falls like rain. Suddenly everything is quiet. And black rain coats the square and patters along the rooftop, patters over the bodies of Juliette and Alden Sykes. And there in the rain, laying in the middle of the square amongst so much death, the naked body of Valkos. The rain continues to fall. And that is where we will end the score. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Holy shit. Oh my god. Oh god. That was the power so of terrifying. It was the power of I'm love. Sweating. The dice gods were with us today, oh, man. man. The dice really gods were. were with you. Now, here's the thing. I figured out that I was doing stash incorrectly. Uh-oh. Remember remember I figured that out last time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I did it incorrectly again. Every time you guys filled your XP tracker for your crew, you were supposed oh, to yeah. get your tier stash plus two. Yeah, but we we did what? on our crew XP. No, did we, we didn't not do, do that. that. No, no, we you did, did not it. do that. You did it when you went up a tier. Oh, uh, both. Instead of doing it every time you filled your XP tracker. Does well, that well. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. So you oh were supposed to get a lot more stash. A lot more stash. Because you filled your XP tracker many times before many going times. up a tier, right? Yeah, we've mm-hmm. only gone up two tiers, right? So we only did it twice, right? Yeah, at least this season you've gone up, I think, one tier. But regardless, but we've here's what I'm going to so do. Many, okay. Rather than going back and doing all the math, <laughs> I'm just going to roll a bunch of dice and tell you how much coin you each have in your stash. Okay. okay. In okay. our individual stash or in our crew? In your individual stash. Right. Okay, and I'm going to make it equal for all of you so one of you isn't sad because you get less. Okay, so um, here's how much extra stash you all have. This is quick and dirty, everybody, but it's what I have to do. Okay, um, everybody take 
15 more coin in your stash. Wow. Holy shit. I will take it. That's Now that's a rather significant amount. It's an insane amount, and I probably wow. shouldn't have done it this way. <laughs> to be honest. Whoa. That really helps. Wow. That, that gets us a... F- um, I mean, if, we're, if we have the opportunity now to liberate some of the riches of this Imperial outpost in the and the Leviathan ships. I, I suppose it makes sense that we've got a fair amount of... I am yeah. going to... I'm going to stick with that, though. I mean, I don't know how much you should have gotten, but I'm going to say uh, 15 well, uh, it makes be, sense it, to me. It would be, like, quite a lot because of the amount of skills we got. That's an indicator of our crew XP, right? right? And also the fact that, like, we were able to up- upgrade our our layers and stuff. And yeah, it looks like we've so done it, it at least seven times. At least yeah. seven. Uh, so 15 is uh, maybe a conservative amount to have given I you, actually. But I think it's fine. But I think yeah. it's fine. That's I'm, I'm down for that. You feel you feel it's been dealt with fairly. And so yes. um, with that in mind, I will just say, what? Uh, where is your stash, each of you? Oh. Um, <laughs> the first two bars are full and half of the third bar is full. Can you tell me exactly how many coin, though? Um, each, each bar is 10, right? 1, 2, 3, 4, yeah. 5. Uh, so we have 25. We should have 25 coin in our stash. Okay. I've got 34. So I, yeah, I've got 32. Oh. Well, maybe Alden <laughs> has less because of his late arrival. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Alden also uh, had debts to pay off. Yes. <laughs> so so Alden has 25, and who, ha- who has more? What, what do you guys have? I have 34. And I've got 32. Okay, so um, it's going to give you your lifestyle uh, going forward. Uh, you know, you can't retire until you take your final trauma. So these characters are not retiring. Mm-hmm. They may return. But uh, let's see how they're living going forward before we before we hear, you know, what, what happens next. So, um, yeah, it looks like... Uh, in addition, each full row of stash indicates the quality level of the scoundrel's lifestyle from zero street life to four luxury. So how many full rows do you have, Juliette Belrose? Three? Three full, yeah. Yeah, and, and Valkos as well, and you have two full row, rows, Alden. That's right. So, Alden, I think that you have a, uh, a meager lifestyle going forward uh which makes no sense since you own your own bar but <laughs> I, I think i think he ran it but i think probably to say he owned it is uh maybe tough probably a lot of other people had a hand in that and he's he was always one step ahead of his creditors and oh valkos even though you're the sky king you and juliet live a modest lifestyle still so, um, I mean, that's how that's that's actually where you'd end up if you were able to retire right now. But uh, I think it's also yet. it also tells you the quality level of your lifestyle. So um, that said, that bookkeeping dealt with. Tell me, where do you see the character going in the let's say immediate future? And let us start with Alden Sykes. Great. I want to know what trauma Alden got. Yeah, that's a good place to start with Alden. Teeing off of the death wish harm that he received, I'm, I'm taking the trauma of uh, Reckless. Um, he's maybe a little bit more uh, now prone to put himself at risk and be 
more uh, uh, spontaneous and um, careless with his own safety. And um, and perhaps I would that plays out also in what what maybe happens, which is that as the the Severus warbands take over um, Irondale and are in control of the rail lines and a, and the, the imperial and yoke is thrown off at least for a while. Alden has helped the the, the Sky King Ryan. But one of the last things he saw was him uh, killing people who are surrendering. And um and so, uh, <laughs> I think there's a part of Alden where he is, he's like, I am um, very powerful and interesting friends. Do I fear I have, um, thrown off one oppressor and replaced it with a tyrant? Perhaps. And then he maybe even says this to Valkos and he's like, it's up to you to prove me wrong. But for now, I heard the, the demon's voice in my head. It knew, even though it couldn't peer between my lies, it knew how much I craved peace. Peace is what I shall have. Away from blood and tyrants for a while. And just see Alden holding the reins of a horse walking out into into the into the bush. With uh um Vea. Yes. And the bare tongue nomad. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's going, he's going out for a while, going away into the, into the Deathlands, into the bush. Just being at liberty for a while, away from wars, away from betrayals, away from kings and lords and aristocrats and demons. But if you need my services again, you have but to call. I'm sure it should not be too far outside of the uh, powers of the Sky King. <laughs> um, and uh, just give a nod to Jul- Juliet Bellrose, and um, and now you can hurt them when it really counts. And uh, we'll just walk out. Take care of yourself, Alden. No promises. (laughs) Watch your backs. So you watch him and his uh, some Severosi friends walk off into the darkness, into the shadows, into the Deathlands, and he is gone. He'll say to Valkos, he makes 
some very good points about this rulership that you have stumbled upon or claimed rather is this what you wish for your future for our future hmm. well you wanted to retire in Severus <laughs> no um Juliet um <clears throat> Look, between you and I, the Severosi were never supposed to be uh, united under one banner. They will try to kill me, as is history. So, no. I think the Sky King died that very same night that we fought that demon. <laughs> and I think it's better that way. Besides, I never liked leading anyway. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Shall we? And you can see, like, um, you, we're by, like, two horses, maybe, as we're kind of getting ready to sneak off into the night, maybe, uh, and get out of this space. I have some, just one letter to post. And maybe find a courier right nearby. Well, you guys, there was like a te telegraph kind of system you oh, could use, and you can yeah. get in touch with the Path of Echoes using it, if you recall. Oh, yeah. I'll use a telegraph system, but um, I don't know that the Path of Echoes wants the towers up and working, right? I don't think that they necessarily care about a different fuel source. Okay. I, but I'll use it to contact the Dusk of All Vesper and, and whoever that woman was that that published... The Leviathan story. Oh, yeah, the Ink Rakes. Yeah. What yeah. Was, I forget her name, but uh, I want to well, contact hold her. Hold on while I look it up. <laughs> um, uh, Vorka Bramble. Vorka oh, Bramble, yes. Yes, Vorka Bramble. Yeah. All the news that's fit to print in Duskfall. And you contact Juliet, Vorka Bramble and you give her the formula, huh? Yeah. Sends it off to Vorka Bramble. I have faith she'll know what to do with this. And what do, where do we go? Do you stay in Severus? No, I think, I think we'll try and head back home. Oh, to Duskfall. Yeah. Our work is not yet done. There are, there are less corrupt minds that need to be guiding those who come after us. And I think Juliet is going to set up a school of her own. Well, first, let me take you back a moment before you set up any school mm -hmm. and tell you that as your ship is heading toward Akaros, you see a fleet of ships going toward Severus. As there were 23 Leviathan hunters off the coast. And now you see the Imperial military has gathered their navy and they're sending it to Irondale. 
And you've given up on war and kingship. <laughs> and you're headed back to your real home, Duskfall. We just totally unsettled and <laughs> caused mayhem and destruction. We're like, okay, so now we're going to go home. And you see something else that perhaps fills you with awe. A sight that few in this world will ever look upon. Because above this imperial fleet is a sun. A small, blazing sun. What? And you think you might be looking at the immortal emperor himself. Whoa. Or at least the part of him that touches this reality. What the fuck, man? Uh, The the emperor himself is going to to Severos? To Severos. (laughs) Yes. Well. And so... You return to Duskfall and you you open a school, is that right? Tell me about that. Yeah, I think she's going to start a school knowing that, like, you know, everything that had happened, Una was exerting so much influence over the scientists that were going in and, like, sort of sowing these seeds of corruption and having them just follow her. Yet, think wants to take it upon herself to try and work against that corruption that was rampant in Duskfall and climb the ranks academically herself. And so we pull out the academic institution crew sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what is what does Duskfall look like in the in the yeah. post bellum uh yeah. world? Well, um uh, uh there's been a lot of fighting mm-hmm. mostly near the water as you might imagine. And the city is uh, in those places somewhat burned to the ground. Neighborhoods like the docks and Crow's Foot, they will have to be rebuilt. And it's very unlikely that they will be rebuilt as a hideout for thieves, thugs. Perhaps this will no longer be a den of intrigue and corruption. <laughs> Perhaps soon you'll be looking at a new dusk vault. And it is up for you to help decide what that city will look like. It sounds like there's going to be a new institution teaching science here. Although not on a modest lifestyle. So someone will have to figure out a way to get more <laughs> coin. And that is what we will see if and when we see you next time. Amazing. Oh, man. Guys. May, may I May I just, like, briefly, if, like, so things are, like, wrecked and, um, <sighs> whole portions of the city are in ruins and, um, including probably six, big portions of Six Towers burned yes, and, and yes. knocked over. So perhaps like a, a some swell is is walking like down streets and goes into a building and and that is that is rather run down but kind of oddly shaped and uh and is and and is and walks into a room where we're to have a conference with someone and uh it's like it took 
Well, they t- the, the whole the whole building's been taken down. There's no all all, all the uh, all the tenants are, have have no home anymore. But I I heard that uh the 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 old contractors are are running us around. We don't have any place to go. And a face kind of moves over the desk, and in the candlelight, you can it's it's rumpled and burned gnarly on one side but it looks sort of like crumpled mylar because you can see through the skin <laughs> he leans over he's like yes. well you have come to the right place trust that destruction is an opportunity and I always look for opportunities to build and, that's and right brother I think Carl's oh, uh, is Right next, like she's uh, almost bookkeeping for for Celiac, but she is covered head to toe, almost like a mummy, wrapped with gauze. Just no part of her except for her eyes are showing anymore. She just remains completely wrapped, and then these like long robes that almost look um, priestly next to Celiac. It will awesome. be as you say. Change is an opportunity. All things change. The will of the chaotic spirit will exert itself. And perhaps there's a piece of paper open on his desk with a little little advertisement of someone uh, talking about a school of uh, a little upstart school of science or trying to get together people. It's like very interesting developments. And that flag gets crumpled into Kong's yeah. hand. <laughs> that was our post-credit scene. Uh, you know when they do like the big credits yeah. that have like animations and stuff. Totally. Uh, but then the then the credits that just run over black start and they give you like the key grip and everything. Right, right, right. But then at the end of that, <laughs> another scene starts, and we see Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, man! I don't even know what Chuck was doing. Um, well, he doesn't have to do much. It's just a moment. What is I Chuck doing? I think he's just playing fetch with with his dog. Yes, <laughs> and he's perfect. like, it's like it's like a real wide shot, and he's yeah, like, just... and <sighs> with dust ball in the back, and he kind of looks, and he's like, yes, <laughs> yeah, boy. Black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, perfect. End of show. Uh, oh my it. god. I want to thank Annie, our engineer. I want to thank you guys, Josephine, Abu, and Ross. What a ride. Thank oh. you, Jared. Holy yeah. smoke. Thank you, Looking man. Looking forward seriously. to this game every time we play. It's been so Favorite much fun, with, dude. No matter what insane yeah. thing we wanted to throw in or, or what rules we wanted to bend, and thank you. For thank everything. you, guys. Um, well, you'll see all of our faces again soon, I'm sure. Thank you, Nash, for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at jointhenache.com.